It is time to level up your mental health. We have another testimonial that is here to help guide you through your journey. Welcome back to A Mental Health Break. I'm your host and author of the book, Mr. Lancey Talks Mental Health, Vincent A. Lancey. This week's guest will share her journey through an eating disorder recovery, discovering the true nature of her mental health, surviving trauma, and how she hopes to be a part of something bigger than herself. To top it all off, she has a book scheduled to come out during May, which is Mental Health Awareness Month. It will be out by the time this show airs. So get ready to learn all about her journey and more. I also want to share some amazing news. I have been searching for the right sponsor to partner up with, one that makes sense for this show. And I am excited to announce that Tampa Counseling and Wellness will be bringing you each episode from June, July, and the month of August. They are dedicated to helping individuals looking to positively transform their lives through compassionate counseling and wellness coaching. If you struggle with depression, anxiety, or other mental health issues, call them today for a free consultation. Tampa Counseling and Wellness, therapy that inspires change. You could find their phone number and website in the episode description. For all of you who are new to the show, each week I sit down with a mental health professional or advocate from around the country and across the globe to share their stories relating to mental health. My story relating to mental health is when I was 21 years old, I was the victim of a hit and run accident while on foot. After coming out of a coma and suffering from a TBI, or you may know of as a traumatic brain injury, I decided to prioritize my mental health, and that led me to creating this show. I was grateful to receive an email from today's guest because of her courageous story and how her experience will undoubtedly help all who listen, no matter their background. I cannot wait for you to hear this journey, but before we start, I got the chance to check out an article she had written, and here's a piece of it. You are the ones I am most afraid to share my story with because you are what is tangible and real. You are the ones I've come into contact with that share a piece of my life's timeline with. And for that, I'm choosing to let my vulnerability portray itself as bravery and strength. My eating disorder is real. My mental health is real. I am real and so are you. So here's the real honest truth. As I mentioned, she's also got a novel on her story called In Body I Trust. I think we have to bring her on now. Allow me to bring on Lauren Dow. Lauren, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me, really. This is, this is amazing. I'm super, super glad we got connected. My pleasure. Would you mind introducing yourself a little more to our listener and giving us a little preview to your story while also make sure you touch on your role relating to mental health? Of course. Yeah. Um, well, I'm Lauren Dow. <laughs> uh, I'm an author, a mental health advocate, and I actually started my own podcast as of lately called Lauren Dow Talks. So I'm like diving into all of these different worlds and mediums as a means of continuing the conversation of mental health, destigmatizing, normalizing it to the best of my ability. You know, I'm only one person, but that's kind of where the whole theme of my mission is that you are not alone comes into play because I think that there are so many other, uh, there's just, there's so many people that I've connected with on this journey that have made 
that's made everything possible from writing the book to creating the podcast to building this community that I've had. Um, but essentially the, the story of Embody I Trust takes you through a week in the life of Amelia, who is essentially me, you know, it's, it is, it is a, a fictionalized memoir of sorts. And awesome. yeah, and it's really just all about getting a deeper insight into what the mind of someone with mental illness is like. And my personal story involves eating disorders. It involves depression, anxiety. Before COVID, there was a reassessment for bipolar as well. And so, yeah, so I guess that's kind of like me in a nutshell, I guess. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing again your story and your vulnerable moments because they are going to help a lot of people. You mentioned some anxiety. You mentioned some other things you were battling and still do go through. Please touch on the ones that were the most intense. The most intense. I mean, they all kind of have their their own level of intensity, I suppose. Um, with the eating disorder, I think that was that was the biggest piece of the puzzle because I had all of these issues. But when it comes to eating disorders, it's never it's never the the main thing. It's not just saying, "Hey, I have an eating disorder. This is it." There's always the underlying issue, and I think that that's where everything kind of came to light, the depression, the anxiety, the manic episodes, the OCD, all of it. Like that's, it was like, oh, that's, those are the roots beneath mm -hmm. the tree. You Great know? point there. Discovering what the issue is. Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent, you know, through a lot of, a lot of therapy, a lot of support groups, a lot of personal hard work, you know, I had to kind of figure that out, but yeah, the, the eating disorder was definitely, I think the catalyst for just starting to have to take that journey towards recovery, towards truly managing my mental health on a day-to-day -day basis, for sure. Very well said, for sure. So once you recognized that everything was going on and you wanted to start speaking out on your story, helping others through it, what was that moment like? I, wow, that moment was scary and that moment was also beautiful. Um, I, you know, the whole reason this all started was because I started writing the book as a means of cognitive behavioral therapy that my therapist has suggested. And it wasn't even a means of, of becoming a book that wasn't, that wasn't really the main purpose. It was really to awesome. like, just to get a better understanding, you know, separating the, the feelings from the food. And so as I'm writing, and I just realized how exhausted I was from pretending that I was just like, quote unquote, fine. Everything's just fine. And that I was wearing these masks. And, mm -hmm. and so I decided I had a blog, but I didn't really do anything with it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to write my story. I'm going to write what the heck it is that I've been going through, like as true and honest as I can. And I'm going to just share it. And I assumed, you know, be like my friends and family on Facebook or something. And so I wrote it. Mm -hmm. I hit publish and immediately closed my computer, put my phone away. I ran out of the house. I was like, no, I don't, I don't even know. What did I just do? Uh, instant regret. But when I came back, um, I, my, my notifications were blowing up because it was like people I knew, people I didn't even know existed on this planet. And they were like, uh, thank you for saying something because like I go through X, Y, and Z, whether it was the same or something 
right. you know, some other form of mental health condition that like they just felt like they couldn't talk about or that they were kind of just suffering in silence. And, and it was just so empowering to be like, you know what, like if, if I can find the strength and vulnerability within myself to share my story and resonate with other people, why don't I just keep going? Let's see where this goes. And the rest just kind of escalated from there. You know, it was this like this like domino effect. And so it seems I just, like it gave you a bit of a purpose. Oh my gosh, incredibly. You know, I've I've worked a lot of desk jobs in my life. Like I, I did freelancing for a while. That's what helped me to travel right. and navigate a lot of things. But deep down, I was like, this is not fulfilling for me. And yeah, it truly helped me find my purpose and and what I feel like my actual mission in life is. Well, because you mentioned the word exhausting. It was exhausting to just pretend to be okay. Use her story as a specific example here where doing what you make, doing what you need to do that makes you happy is the right move. Desk jobs weren't the play. She was battling some things. I'm looking at her now. She's smiling. She made the necessary steps to get to this place. Now, would you mind sharing some of these steps you took to improve your mental health? You could talk about some things that were more short-term as well as long-term. Start with whichever you like. Yeah, uh, I, I think the, the first, the most important thing was acknowledging the need for help. That was like the biggest thing. And it, I, I can't, I can only ever speak for, for myself, right. you know, like I'm not a medical professional. I don't know. And everybody's journey is different. So this is just what happened with me. But the first thing was just accepting that I needed the help that, that I didn't have to try to navigate this world alone anymore. So, you know, I, the very first thing I did was, you know, I looked for a therapist and I found um, different support groups, but primarily the one that I go to is an eating disorder support mm -hmm. group every week. And that was crucial for me because I think it's one, you know, I think it's always important to reach out to the people that you love and care about, but yep. at the same token, like there is something so different when you're talking to a group of people that can relate to you on that level that can that they're like, oh, no, no, no. I, I've been there. <laughs> I've mm -hmm. been there. I am there. You know, like these similar fears, similar thought processes and everything. It was just so finding. And, and there's so many different support groups out there. It's unbelievable, that, you know, and, and a lot of them are free. So like, mm -hmm. I, I always definitely recommend at least another five. great point all around. We're connect with like minded individuals. This can go as far as your business. This can go as far as to what you're experiencing with your mental health. What better way to get through something than speak to someone who has already gone through it? Our stories are powerful. Share your story. It can help someone. And with that, we heard about her story earlier, getting transformed into a novel. What else is going on with you in the world of mental health? Um, well, the book is officially going to be published on May 25th. So that has been huge. Um, and I mean, I've... I've really just been, I just recently moved from Denver to Tampa. So I'm kind of rebuilding my network. I am personally just having to find this new rhythm and flow in my life because 
I don't know about anybody else, but like for my mental health routine is so important. It is so, so important. And it's just, it's hard when you kind of uproot your life. So I'm personally navigating this big life change and my mental health is like, I'm in a good place. Of course, you know, I'm, I'm, I have the tools in my tool belt. I just have to absolutely dust them off. Um, yep. Use that confidence and the palm trees don't hurt. I'm sure. Oh my gosh, they do not. <laughs> the sunshine was a big, a big thing for me and my mental health. I was like, you know, I, I love it here in Denver, but man, the, the winter is, is tough for me. And I knew that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, 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 again, I've started kind of just building my network of people, not only of just like friends, you know, making new friends that are the like-minded kind, but um, also just the community here of of people who are, I, you know, the mental health warriors of this community. And, and that's, that's who I'm trying to connect with. I started doing this podcast uh, a couple of weeks ago and it was, I was trying to, I, I needed to do something for me, which all of the things that I've been doing as of lately, they are for me. Yes. But I don't know about you. I, I kind of sometimes get in this like this creative low almost. And I was like, you know what? I'm ready to dip my toe into something else. And it felt like the right next move for me. Mm -hmm. And so I've, I've started doing this and it has been awesome. I have just connected with so many unbelievable people like who are sharing their stories of their own experiences with mental health or as an advocate, somebody who is, you know, pursuing uh, their mission to support nonprofits mm -hmm. in the mental health world. So there's a lot going on, you know, there's just, so, there's always something going on in the mental health world, you know, <laughs> be sure to keep me in the loop with all you're doing. I'll help you spread your message. It is a powerful one. And I think it's now a great time to hear your take on this week's spotlight story. For those of you new to the show every week, I share the story of someone famous because I want to let you know you are not alone. No matter what someone looks like from the outside, the inside can be a whole other story. And today we're going to talk about a name. Most people know and Katy Perry. We've all heard the name, and this is a perfect example, again, of how on the outside, you can't tell what's going on on the inside. I'm going to share a few quotes from Perry I feel will resonate with everyone. I wrote a song about it, she said in a live stream in 2017. I feel ashamed that I would have those thoughts, feel that low and that depressed. The next, I became depressed and I did not want to get out of bed. I learned that she practices something called Transcendental Meditation, TM, which is a form of meditation that uses a mantra of to settle a buzzing mind and direct your attention to a restful state. I'll end with one more quote and then we'll have your analysis on this, maybe some things to share. It has helped me a lot with my anxiety. Instead of having to turn to prescription drugs, I've been able to turn to this. It ignites something in my brain. I get some of my best creative ideas when I'm TMing. She said, for me, TM has been anxiety reducing, depression reducing, great for jet lag, hangovers, mood swings. Anytime I'm in a funky mood, I'm like, give me 20 minutes. Lauren, what do you take away from her whole story? Yeah, I totally can relate to the idea of, of feeling that, that sense of shame when it comes to the depression, for sure. Um, I, I can relate so hard. Um, but I think overall, really what that shows is that we are all human beings it's like no matter what your status is no matter what your clout is we are all human beings that go through something and you know i'm not saying that one means of 
of help and support and the way that somebody manages, whether it is through prescription drugs, whether it is through transcendental meditation, like however it is that works for you. I think that that's like, you find, you find it. I, I always equate it to like, like we are our own science experiment, right? Where Absolutely. we're just like, we throw spaghetti at the wall, see what sticks. You have to try different things to find out what's going to work for you. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's what she did. That's, that's what I'm doing. And I'm sure that's what you do. And everybody else does as we try to navigate this thing. Cause we're all humans. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that analysis and throughout the whole episode. Thank you so much for coming on value is throughout. You set an example for others by sharing your story, no matter how vulnerable you may be. It can help someone else. You found that and found the courage to put it into a book. I'm going to collect you, connect you with somebody else, Claire Liscott. She is overseas and she did the same thing. She made a fictionalized version of what she was going through into a book. So I think you'll get along great. But before that, I, yeah. we go and before I do that, I need to ask you for your last word. My last word would be don't be afraid to ask for help. Because I think a lot of the times, because of that shame, we feel like we need to suffer in silence to fight this battle alone when there is an army of people out there that want to help you, that they really do. I mean, mental health professionals, they have dedicated their lives and their careers to this. So we should let them do that. People who love you they get something beautiful out of it, out of helping you. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I guess my last word would be, don't be afraid to ask for help because there are people that genuinely want to help. You cannot do life on your own, no matter how strong you think you may be. There's sometimes we need some help. Would you now mind taking the time to share how everybody can find you, where they will be able to find your book, all of that? Absolutely. Yeah. You can learn more about me at laurendow.com. You can learn more about the book there as well. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at Lauren Dow writes. The book is available uh, May 25th. It'll be, you know, Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, Target. Uh, you can even call up your local bookstore and say, Hey, I want to order this book. If you want to support, you know, local business, that's cool too. Um, pretty much wherever you can get that book. So I appreciate you sharing all that. And I appreciate you putting your thoughts into this book to help others. And while you're on social media, be sure to check us out too. We are at a mental health break on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and on Twitter. It's at podcast by Lance. You see updates from all of my shows. My handles are at Vincent A. Lancy across all social media. And my YouTube is at Vincent A. Lancy as well. My website is vincentalancy.com. And with that, I want to thank you all for listening and we will see you next week on a mental health break.